I love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and Gay Desert Guides Brad Fur. So we've made it to 99, just like Betty White. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or the Toto song, 99. Remember that song? Or, or Nina, 99 Luft Balloons. Wow. I went automatically to 99 bottles of beer on the wall. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good one too. That is definitely the Palm Springs way. Yes, it's got to it be is. done with with alcohol. It is the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. It's me, John Taylor. Comedian Shan Carr. The hair is holding up pretty well a week yeah. after. Thank you. You must be wearing a bathing cap. I have been not putting my head all the way in the water yet. So <laughs> trying to preserve it. It's been a week, right? So, but soon my pool is still cold. The wind chilled it down, but any day now, any day now. And my course, ass is getting huger and huger. I need to get in the pool. Well, you displace a lot more water than you used That's to. Right. Is That's it like right. over? Oh God, no! Let's not even go there. Let's go to Brad for a good morning. How are you, Brad? I'm well, thank you. Today's podcast brought to you by We Are Palm Springs. It's all about unity, celebrating our connection between our local businesses and the community. From our unique restaurants and resorts to our locally owned shops and retailers, share the love. Use hashtag We Are Palm Springs to share how you're supporting local business. And by Palm Springs Nissan, sponsor of the Gay Desert Guide all-electric Nissan LEAF, which has been newly rewrapped. It is absolutely beautiful, stunning. I love it. Uh, Majid at Palm Springs Nissan loves it. And uh, I've gotten some nice comments about it. We actually had the roof wrapped as well. So the roof now has... The, it's blue with a big gay desert guide. So if there's a drone flying over me, they're going to capture the logo. And we also put We Are Cat City, hashtag We Are Cat City on there, and the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast logo. So this mother is logoed up. It is completely <laughs> branded. You know, I don't know uh, the company that does your wraps. What are they called? Desert Wraps in Palm Desert. Great guys over there, Cody. And they do beautiful work. And, you know, Oscars has a new wrapped vehicle that I, I, I see. It. It's beautiful. I wonder if the same people wrapped it because it's uh, it's just gorgeous. Well, and we're all going to Oscars this evening. Is that right? We yes. are. Yeah, we are. we're going to see Alexander hosting an evening on the Lanai with the Golden Girls writer, author. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about Stan it. Stan Zimmerman from the the uh, original writing staff is, we had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. He is a gem. Yeah, he is. So I had dinner with him last night with he and Alexander. Um, and I heard some great stories that they're going, he'll be telling um, at the evening on the Lanai. And we've now added a second show because the, uh, as we, as we play this show, as you hear this show, it'll be the day after May 27th uh show and that sold out so we've added a show on june 24th the second uh, show with stan and uh, alexander um also at oscars oh great well well let's pretend like we had a wonderful time last night but i know <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> that's okay forgetting about television time you know i know i reached out to the guys at the pickford <laughs> honestly they didn't write back to me but I said, how fun would it be to invite uh, Jimmy and Christy McNichol for a Q&A with some of their television programs and clips of their family? And... Are they out here? No, they're in L.A., but the two of them have sort of 
clicked up and they have their own Facebook page that's kind of joint and uh, they've been sort of poking their head up lately. And I got to say, I know there's a bajillion lesbians who would come to hear what Christy McNichol has to say. And Jimmy McNichol, if he's wearing them tennis shorts from 1978. I remember them. Well, you know, that sounds like a job for Terry Ray, our dear friend Terry, who does TV therapy, where he talks to the, the stars from yesteryear and acts as their therapist as they're in character. So he doesn't. Okay, work me out of another actual paid job. That's cool. Oh, sorry. No, you do it. And Terry can pay to go to it. Yes, there we go. No, I, I hear what you're saying, though. It'd be a great episode for Terry. Oh, my God. Definitely. So so have you heard about the um, the drag uh, drag queen motel? I think, did we talk about that at all? Have we talked about that yet? We didn't talk about it, but I've read about it. I don't know all the ins and outs, though, but should we have them on as soon as possible? Well, I think we should. It's uh, Trixie Mattel is, yeah. the, uh, is the hostess with the mostest. You know, I talked to Christopher Kennedy and I were chatting, oh, a couple months ago, and um, they were considering him to run the project. But I think he's so busy with everything else. I think he ended up turning it down uh, but you know they've done some of the destruction uh or the the deconstruction on that property i don't even know where the property is do you shan you're, you're like real estate yeah yeah i don't know but well, let's find out it can't be that hard to find out all right yeah. so what is it what is it's a drag queen hotel is the concept and it's a reality show managing the the remake of and the opening of and the you know yeah, yeah. Another, another reality show well, it's right up my alley. I, I'm really excited to see what happens. And yeah, well, that's, also, that's the way I like my reality edited. <laughs> so many things are starting back up. I did go down to Arenas uh, the other day. Yeah. Jeez, it is hopping and everybody is so happy to be out. Actually, I'm going to be doing a comedy series. I, I posted something about an old comedy series that I did there years ago. And they reached out and said, would you be willing to do it again? So I am going to do a comedy series again, out for laughs. Um, I did six months out for laughs with the girls and then six months out for laughs with the boys. And we're just going to mix it up this time. Do you and have a venue? Hunters. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be hunters again. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They called me when they saw the post and said, let's give Great. it another role. So it'll be three comedians from L.A. probably. And uh, they, they have some ideas of who they'd like to see and who they've worked. Actually, everybody who worked on the series before wrote and said, we want to be on first. Right. When they read, they're like, we've already earned our chops. We want to go first. All great comedians. So that's super easy. And then I've got something coming up with um, Jason Stewart at uh, Desert Rose Playhouse um, in June. And uh, other comedy gigs, something at the uh, the Margaritaville for the softball in in June. Right, that's July. the award ceremony from the yeah um, yeah, and they're in town this weekend. Um, they are at the Margaritaville Resort. They'll be playing at the the Dreams, the big is it Big Dreams over in uh, Cat City is where the big show. Dreams. Yes. Yep. So that's where they will be this weekend. Uh, we had Scott Howard on, who's the commissioner yeah. of baseball, the gay commissioner of, of the of the league. And uh, I'll be meeting with him today. We're doing the uh, Gay Desert Guide wristbands for all participants this weekend. So if you see somebody with a blue wristband on, a light baby blue that says Gay Desert Guide out of Gay Palm Springs, that's most likely a softballer or their partner in town. 
Um, so that's exciting. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of hunters, um, I stopped by last night. Alexander, of course, has to hit every bar on arenas uh, in, in one evening and a few in Cathedral City, I understand. Um, we were at Hunters and uh, uh, David from the Chamber of Commerce came in and said that they've got the date for the um, walk around with the uh, the pride walk around that we do every year. And it is on Tuesday, June 15th, which is that, you know, seminal moment that the, the day that that it all comes off, we, we take we rip the scab off and uh, everybody can be unmasked. Right. It's the yeah. 15th is the June, June. John's looking very puzzled, but it is June 15th is the day that uh, we uh, put a yellow. We it can, sounded like you said, rip the scab off. I think that's what the face was. Like, oh, okay. Well, it was. It a, does feel like a scab after it a year. It does. That's what the mask I was. It was, uh, it was, it was, you know, you're ripping it off. Uh, uh, can you stop say, saying scab? Yeah. <laughs> twice, twice this week already, I've gotten halfway into a store without my mask on. and had to turn around. Like, I, my brain has already unclicked, unhinged from all of it. And. Okay. I had a, a, my best friend came to visit from Mexico. She had to fly in to get vaccinated. We took her down to the convention center. We talked about it last week and asked a little bit. No, no problem. She walked right in. She had a passport. You know, she doesn't live here. Showed her passport and 15 minutes later, she walked out vaccinated. So. And that was her second, right? She was having trouble first. getting a second. No, other people were having trouble getting their, their second vaccination in Mexico and you know, she was not interested in Sputnik, so she. <laughs> she she wanted to get the Pfizer, so she did. So yay, Palm Springs! Go Palm Springs! Yeah, but I slept in a bed with another person last night. I mean, truly, she just came through five horrible airports, so I showered her off like a la Silkwood when she got into the house. And then really, I mean, still, she hadn't even been vaccinated or anything yet. We held hands all the way across my big king size bed. And it was just so nice to be near another human being in a sweet, loving way. So nice. Yeah, I can do that for about 10 minutes. And then it's like, okay, get over to your side. I don't want to cut. It's a big bed. We were already on opposite sides, but still. Our lifetime, we've both had really long hair. Now we both have the shortest hair. But for 10 years, I, you don't even care about this, but I used to take her hair and wind it around my fist and I would sleep with her hair in my head. That's how we would sleep is I would kinky. have her. Yeah. Well, we yeah, were a very kinky couple. So, yeah. <laughs> the things we learn about lesbians. I know. All right. What's on the show today, Shankar? Well, we got all kinds of humans. Uh, we've got uh, Stephen Radish, who is our theater expert. We can't wait to hear what he's got to tell us uh, all about all the things that are coming back. Jimmy Bogle, our dashing publisher of the Coachella Valley Independent, is going to give us the news. James Mortensen, hot, spicy guy, is now the sole proprietor of V Wine Lounge, and we're going to learn about that. And Alexander Rodriguez is here. We are going, uh, or did go yesterday, or there is an evening on the lanai at Oscars, um, and he'll be hosting it. Uh, all about the Golden Girls. He's going to tell us... Um, what we're going to see on the 24th of June when the next one happens. Indeed. My name is Joy Meredith and we opened Crystal Fantasy in downtown Palm Springs in 1987. 
We are actually one of the oldest retail stores in all of Palm Springs. At Crystal Fantasy, we have a lot of different things that people can buy, and they, they're very inspiring sort of gifts that we sell here. So nothing really is something that you're gonna just put up on a shelf, really. Everything has a meaning behind it. One of the things I like to say that might be a little silly, but I like to say that the locals are my bread and butter, but that the tourists are the icing on the cake. So people could shop here in the store. They can do curbside if they want. Uh, we could even do local delivery here, and plus we ship. So we try to make it easy for whatever comfort level people have. Uh, we'd be glad to, to help them. And we hope that you'll come visit us here at Crystal Fantasy, and, and we hope that we'll be able to provide a really fabulous shopping experience for you. We don't consider this just a store. We consider Crystal Fantasy to be a fabulous experience. We are Palm Springs. Well, thanks to Joy Brown Meredith and Crystal Fantasy in downtown Palm Springs, part of the We Are Palm Springs campaign. Hashtag We Are Palm Springs to show your support for our local businesses. Next on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast number 99, the man who has directed over 25 plays and musicals. He's been a guest lecturer on musical theater. He's done television production, game shows. He's still relevant today because he just got mentioned in an online forum somewhere. <laughs> our friend and our theater and TV and movie critic reviewer, Stephen Stephen. Hey, everybody. Close enough. Great. How are you? Great. We can't hear it. Close can't enough what? What, what, what? No, no. You said oh, close no. enough. I thought I got something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> so, um, well, we got lots of good dish. Um, first of all, uh, Broadway has announced uh, some openings, which uh, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's such good news for everybody. Um, the, several of the producers of the biggest shows got together and uh, they decided that opening was going to be September 14th. Um, that was oh. Wicked and uh, Hamilton and Lion King uh, and Chicago. Those, the producers of all of that got together and they settled on that's going to be Broadway's opening day. Well, it was one show that got a little upset about not being included. Oh. Um, and that was the most recent uh, Tony Award winner going back, of course, two years. Um, and that was Hadestown. Yeah. And wow. Hadestown was a very, uh, you know, major player on Broadway. And so um, they said, ah, no, uh, we're opening September 2nd. So ah. they pulled the rug out because they were planning this big Broadway, you know, opens again and everything. And then Hadestown said, no, no, we're opening first. So wow. that took care That's of that. Cool. And it's really good news for shows like Six, that, which had the saddest story, I think, of all of the Broadway shows. They were set to open the night that everything closed oh. on Broadway. And yeah. they actually had done the performance and then had to beg the critics, please don't put anything in the papers until we yeah. come back and open. And they were stuck yeah. with, uh, you know, and talk about a letdown. And that show came in with so much hype. Uh, if you don't know it, it's about the six wives of Henry VIII. 
and they get together in a um, voice, like the voice, a contest um, to see who is actually the most suffering of all the wives. Oh, it was sort of like the real housewives of Tudor England. Exactly. And each of them gets their moment to sing um, a, a huge number about their lives and and why they should be considered to be the best. It's a, it's a great score. Um, the, the Are there any beheadings who, in this? Oh, yes. Well, it begins with divorce, beheaded, died, divorce, beheaded, survived. Huh. So that's oh, the that's order song, of the right? wives. Um, so little history lesson right here. Uh, Maybe they and, should do that in Real Housewives. You know, <laughs> no, then it would be beheaded, 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 died. So, I mean, you know. No. And Alan. Um, the show really is, was written by um, two, and I will use this word really nicely, kids. They were still in school. Um, in, wow. in, and they wrote this musical several years back. Uh, and all of a sudden, people were like, oh, can we put that on? Can we put that on? Can we do that? And then it opened in the West End and it won all these awards. And finally, it's making it to Broadway uh, early October. So, so somebody's uh, book report has made it onto Broadway. Exactly. And but it's they, good, you, right? You got to hear the lyrics. I mean, oh. the, they are so clever because they bring everything into current terms. So they talk about um, their their pick being, uh, you know, a portrait is, is their pick and their pick <laughs> didn't look as good as they did. And, you know, I mean, there's just all of this reference um, why we got unfriended. Uh Oh, so, I love it. Yeah, so it really makes history relevant. And, and yeah. people, um, you know, especially young girls, because it's very about um, that they had lives of their own and they were always in Henry's shadow. But, you know, I mean, like Anne Boleyn was the lyricist for Greensleeves. And um, each of them has major claims to fame. Um, that got completely overshadowed. But you'll learn all about that in the musical. But enough about So it's it. called The Six or Six? six? Just yeah. Six. Just Six. six. Just okay. Six. Um, and and if, if you can listen to the score, if you have Amazon Prime, do you really enjoy yeah. it? Uh, and it's for everybody listening. So I don't have so, to fly to New York just to hear the music. No, you don't. And actually, you can find about half the show now on YouTube from okay. from the UK. So you can kind of get an idea of what it's like. The costumes are amazing. They combine Tudor yeah. and contemporary. I do day to day. You know, well, you know, you do, and it's a fine example. I don't have my ruffles on today because it's a no, little but warm. it's that Tudor royal blue that you've got on that you know. It's so hot. the question, you know, a lot, a lot of stuff happens in the West End in London right. and makes its way to Broadway and mm -hmm. vice versa. Right. Um, it, are they opening London? Is the West End open? Yeah, yeah, London is is uh, opening. Yeah, absolutely. It's, some of the things are already wow. playing. Um, and, and very limited, they're doing small houses and, and stuff. Uh, Broadway could not survive doing the limited houses. That's why it's so late. And they're not talking about opening until September because they're allowed 100% houses. And when shows are costing, you know, 14 million to launch and, and running budgets of upwards of a million dollars a week just to keep the show running, yet you can't blame them for not wanting to run on a 25% house. Well, that's uh, why we throw money out the window every day. So. Right. That's why the McCallum Theater, you know, they were they it was really touch and go as to whether or not they were going to announce the season 
um, you know, they're they're banking on the fact that they can sell and they have been selling 100% of uh, capacity there. Yeah. Now, yeah, if, anything happens, if anything happens, it would obviously be devastating for them and many other uh, theaters, all yeah, of our local th theater companies as I well. I think, but, yeah, that, that's a whole, um, I, I've been um, doing a lot of uh, talking and, and reading about our local stuff going on in the theater. Um, nothing from Des Arts yet, um, nothing from CV Rep officially yet. Um, however, uh, there is um, some good news from, let's start with uh, the McCallum, not the McCallum, sorry, uh, Agua Caliente, the show. Yeah. They have now started booking people again. Um, and Teresa Caputo, if you don't know her, she's the Long Island medium. Yeah. And she talks like this. She's crazy. But she's from Long Island, you know. Uh, but she is amazing to watch. I'm not saying whether I believe in her. Right. I don't believe right. in her. But what she does is a combination of amazingly accurate uh, and very entertaining. Uh, she's been here several times already. I caught both the shows before and looking forward to seeing it again. She uh, really is fun to watch. Like you oh, spend she's the whole time going, what the heck is happening? She's but like a wind-up toy, you know? I mean, she starts and she does not take a breath for 90 minutes. She just wow. goes and, and it's incredible to watch her. And she manages to make even heavy situations. You know, she's walking through the audience and saying, does anybody over here relate to a, a knife in a shoulder? I'm seeing a knife in a shoulder. What does that mean? And she's walking and she's walking. She gets about halfway around the theater and suddenly all the way back at the beginning of that side, somebody says, I think that's me. And they have a knife and, in their shoulder? Right. And she, well, it meant something to her. Oh, okay. And she oh. said, and so Teresa turns around and says, you couldn't stop me when I was in front of you. You had to let me walk all the way around the theater to come back to you. Oh, that's a, I mean, that is a great room, the show. We saw, oh, isn't it wonderful? We yeah, saw really. sticks there, didn't we, a few years yeah, ago? We yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. They were there. And it was one of the best uh, venues uh, for yeah. a concert. You're, you're close enough, but you got enough people in there. What yeah, else is coming did. to the show? Um, well, we've got um, Joe, uh, Joe Coy, if you know Joe Coy, he's a Korean comedian who has really busted uh, all house records when he was um, able to perform prior. He's hysterically funny um, and, and well worth, as a matter of fact, they've given him three performances, wow. which is not something they usually do at the show. He's okay. on the 6th, the 7th, and 8th of August. Okay. So... Um, you know, and they're selling very quickly. Another um, regular at the show, Michael Carbonara, yeah. uh, from the Carbonara Effect, a, a brilliantly um, creative man. Um, I hope he has a little bit fresh material because the last show was almost the same as the, the one. Well, they've had time to get some new material together. <laughs> he did, he did, he did. So, um, but he, like, he did this bit with shaving cream that was unbelievable, where he would create faces out of shaving cream in, like, just, and he'd be like the devil, and then, and he'd be something else. And, and he just. On his own face? Yes. And he just kept pushing. It was amazing to watch him do it because basically it was, you know, he wasn't sitting there in front of a makeup mirror. He was yeah. kind of just pushing the shaving cream around on his face and very funny and up. very bizarre at the same time. You know, Shan's uh, going to try that. Michael, you know? you know Shan's going to try that today in the bathroom. Oh, absolutely. 
Use thick shaving cream. That's the trick. That's the trick to that. We're going to have to. uh, We're going to have to uh, uh, go here in a second. You want? Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. Uh, Well, anyway. um, So, and Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. There were also books for October. Okay. Um, So you know that's there, and uh, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll talk about the local theaters next time uh, because hopefully by then I'll have more on the couple that I don't have. Um, but um, yeah, there's some good stuff uh, beginning to perk. And 926, September 26th, the Tony Awards. They have oh, finally yeah. set a date. They have no idea how they're going to do this. It's going to be dual cast, not simulcast, but dual cast from the CBS um, pod, you know, their, their pay per view thing, their CBS mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. their channel, um, and uh, on um, regular network. And they're not, it's going to be split in weird ways, and they don't know yet what they're doing. Um, I've read three different descriptions of how the show is going to be. So, um, and none of them matched, by the way. So, um, it'll be interesting to see where they finally land. So, all right, well, that's it. Um, Broadway going bye bye. Uh, <laughs> well, no, you, you know what? You just as 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 they say, you you leave them. You 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 leave. Always leave them wanting more. Is that how Absolutely. they say that? Absolutely. So we'll have you back in the merry merry month of June. And uh, Stephen Radosh, uh, thank you so much for coming on the I Love Gay Things podcast today. Always fun. Always fun. Thank bye you. everybody. Well, always good to hear about what's happening in the theater scene and movies and television, some great things happening. And speaking of great things, next week's show is going to be episode number 100 of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. And we have got the entire dirt on Palm Springs Pride. And it's not dirty at all. It is going to be a fantastic Palm Springs Pride coming up in November. Ron DeHart is going to be exclusively revealing the lineup for Palm Palm Springs Pride on next week's I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. You will not want to miss that. So our podcast brought to you in part by our friends at Palm Springs Nissan. You can save big during the Memorial Day savings event going on all month long at Palm Springs Nissan. Drive away in a new Nissan and take 25% off manufacturer suggested retail price or MSRP. Take advantage of high trade-in values and get 0% financing for 72 months on 14 different models. Take home a 2021 Altima for just $176 a month. Get the New redesigned 2021 Rogue for $199 a month. Get Memorial Day savings all month long and choose from hundreds of Nissans available, including Nissan Leafs, just like the Gay Desert Guide Leaf Mobile, which is now gliding around with the logos and branding of our partners and our sponsor, Palm Springs Nissan, a truly exceptional experience in the Cathedral City Auto Mall. And now the dashing, handsome, and smarty pants guy, Jimmy Bogle, who is the publisher of the Coachella Valley Independent, where we go in Palm Springs for all our news. How you doing, honey? Doing great. How are you doing? And we forgot to mention award-winning. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Please, gush, gush for us. We want to hear all about it. You deserve it. 
the first time um, we actually entered the California Newspaper Publishers Association contest, uh, we weren't a member previously because back in 2013 when we started the Independent, they kind of looked at this weird online monthly newspaper thing and didn't quite know what to make of it. But they've been trying to diversify their membership recently. So we joined earlier this year and we entered their contest and we won seven awards. We won second for general excellence in our category, which is weeklies um, between 11,000 and 25,000 circulation. But I think the most, um, the word that I was quite pleasantly surprised by is for best arts and entertainment coverage. They have dailies and then they have quote unquote weeklies, i.e. non dailies. And we won first place in the entire state for wow. that. So we have the best arts and entertainment coverage of any non daily in the state, I can say. So I'm sorry. Congratulations. Well, we love having you on the show. It's really fun, and it's great to hear all the the dirt and all the. And you know, it's not dirt. I mean, you're you're actually you're covering real news stories with real journalists. You're paying them real money. Um, you know, this is this is not uh, this is not something to be taken lightly in today's um, environment, right? There's there's been so many papers that have gone out of business. Um, so much journalism that's been downsized, and it's it's really great to see you thrive in Greater Palm Springs. Thank you very much, and and that it's really important that local journalism, no matter what the source, as long as it's good, real local journalism is supported. Um, in the Daily Digest, um, the the Thursday Daily Digest that we did yesterday, um, since this comes out on Friday. Um, I actually talk about the fact um, that the Desert Sun won a bunch of CNPA awards as well. And, um, you know, which is much deserved as much as we rag on the Desert Sun. They do have a lot of good reporters. They're doing a lot of good journalism. However, their news guild, their brand new um, union that they they um, started earlier this year, actually had a Twitter thread that pointed out that of the CNPA awards, the Desert Sun won more than 60 percent of them went to reporters that had already have already left this desert sun or have announced that they're leaving. So wow. there is a serious problem in journalism. And so, you know, whether it's the desert sun or the independent or, you know, people who have hometowns that, that have struggling newspapers, uh, local journalism needs to be supported because otherwise, you know, it's not, it's going to go away. This costs money to do good journalism especially if you're paying writers and you're taking the time to get stories right and make sure they're presented compellingly and to, to distribute it, you know, doing 15,000 copies of a print edition costs a lot of money to print and get out there and pay rental fees to go into Albertsons and things like that. It costs a lot of money. And, you know, Brad, uh, you know this very well. It costs a lot of time and effort and money to get a good online website going as well. So it, it takes a lot of effort and journalism needs support. Well, let's see what your efforts have been paying off. Tell us about some of the stories that you're covering. Yeah, not the, not the happiest story, but this is our, our June print edition, which is hitting streets this week. Um, a gentleman by the name of Joshua Kunkel died in a car accident on May 1st, and he is someone that if you like beer and you like craft beer, uh, if even if you didn't know him, um, he had his fingerprints on the burgeoning uh, local craft beer scene. For years, he's been the president of the Coachella Valley Homebrew Club. And um, 
his death really just shocked and hurt a lot of people. He was actually getting ready to move to Northern California with his fiance. Oh. And so um, this cover story uh, written by um, Andrew Smith, who's a local, he writes food stuff for us and he does a lot of beer writing as well. He actually talked to a bunch of people um, to kind of remember Josh. And also I I've never seen an effort like this before um, almost all of the local breweries, two of them in the high desert and a bunch throughout Southern California are actually getting together to brew beers that Josh had developed wow. using his recipes. And the proceeds from those beers will go towards the Go GoFundMe that um, friends of Josh's have launched for his family. So it's just an unprecedented effort from the local beer scene, um, something I've never seen the likes of to that really honors how important Josh was to the local beer world. Yeah. Oh, that's so touching and and such a close community in this town. You know, everybody knows everybody. And so I, I didn't I, I'm not a beer gal, but I knew five or six people who interacted with him, who, yep. you know, had a personal experience, all of them good with this guy. And so a loss, a loss to the valley. And thank you for reporting that. So what else is in the newspaper in this issue, Mr. Bogle? You mean other than the best in the state arts and entertainment coverage, Shankar? Ooh, um, yeah. I had to say that. You know, um, one of the things that's exciting to see is there's actually stuff to preview again. Um, yes. You know, everything from a show by, um, you know, up at Pappy and Harriet's by a famous instrumental grand circles around the sun. I probably screwed up their name. But, you know, Pappy and Harriet's is getting going again. Um, we've got our season preview of the McCallum season coming up. Uh, I know Jeffrey was on a couple weeks ago. And, you know, just a lot of really exciting things are happening. And uh, in the news section, we've actually got a piece on the fact that, knock on wood, we aren't being affected yet by the drought restrictions that are hitting most of the rest of the state because we've got a really good, amazing aquifer here. But of yeah. course we are in a desert, so we need to conserve. So there's, you know, a, there's a lot of good stuff going on. And of course, um, at cvindependent.com, um, our daily digest, which is now our indie digest is now coming out two times a week and that's where it's going to stay. Um, and we're really shifting the focus on that. So it'll be a little bit more local. It'll be a little bit more personal and thank goodness knock on wood less covid news because there's other yes. things to cover these days so you know we can you know we had to do most of our shows in the last yeah we did 52 now we probably did what 80 of our shows probably had covid in the theme of them uh because we're at show 99 right now 100 mm -hmm. next week and it it wasn't long after we began the podcast uh, journey that uh, covid started being in the news yeah. So uh, I remember many, many weeks of, of Dr. Rush and I coming on and talking about how awful things were with y'all. And it's nice to actually be able to talk about plays and shows and food yeah. and not just horrible virus death. So it's well, you know, really I'm, good. I've been I've been out and about with our many of our restaurants and bars and, and our entertainment venues talking to everyone and uh, you know, we, we still have thousands of people pouring into Palm Springs every weekend. And it's, yeah. you know, it, there's there's the good and the bad of that. Right. You still get a little nervous, but um, everybody's doing uh, doing a good job of, of, of staying safe, I think. Well, and actually, COVID brought us to this format, the Zoom. We were just a real podcast, all audio, all clumped around the one clear edge of John Taylor's desk. 
And uh, right, <laughs> I mean, right. right. So this yep. really did it did elevate what we're uh, open to doing, right? Yeah, so, John. Do you do you remember what our first uh, vodcast was, John? Do you remember what episode we finally went to video? I don't. We'll have to go. It's back. all a blur to me. Yeah, I know. No, but I do think it improved things. It, we wound up with more guests and more interaction, and uh, I, I'm grateful for for the shift. I know it was what I wanted to do all along, so COVID got behind me anyway on that. And so, yeah, I, I think it I think it did elevate what we're doing. And Jimmy, I. I think it pushed you in a way that that Indie Digest too is I turn to it. I actually want to, you know, I use it as my source. So interesting. The people who are willing to rise to the shift in things, I think we benefited in a way from all of that. And anybody can get that in their inbox. Just go to CVIndependent.com and sign up for the Indie Digest. The yeah. former Daily Digest, but a couple yes. of times a week, keep you up to date on uh, news stories and uh, award-winning local entertainment coverage from Coachella Valley Independent. Thank you for publishing. My pleasure. I, I'll publish for you any day, John Taylor. <laughs> and wait Jimmy, you and I are going to be going to a Dodgers game this week. Yes, we will Los be at Angeles. Dodger Stadium tomorrow, and I'm a big Dodgers fan, as as people who have seen this podcast when um, – Laura and I were babbling about the Yankees and the Dodgers. I'm going to be a little verklempt on Saturday, being able to go to Dodger Stadium and see a game for the first time. And just what that signifies for where we are at in terms of the pandemic and, and hopefully getting through this and getting back to quote unquote normal, whatever that means. So, yeah. Are you going to make it out to big league dreams for softball? Not this weekend. My Actually, the Palm Springs Bay Softball League, um, we normally play out there. We have in the last couple of weeks due to conflicts and stuff like that. But I'm really bummed to be missing the Naga Cup because, you know, I play in the E division, which is, as I've described before, is like the Benny Hill theme song playing in the background as we play. You know, these are the A and the B teams. These are legitimate, amazing athletes. And so if you get a chance to go out and see these um, LGBT athletes in action, go, because they are amazing. They really are but I won't be there. I'll be at Dodger Stadium. Great. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. We can't, hey, we can't wait to hear about the ball game. Can't wait to have you back again. Thanks for always being our news source. From the Coachella Valley Independent, Jimmy Bogle. My pleasure. Love you guys. Bye. Well, on episode 99 of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, I can't believe, James, that it's been 99 episodes and we have not had you on the podcast yet. How can this be? It's James, awesome. Anna, you uh, just over a year ago, you and I were in Australia and New Zealand on a cruise just before COVID hit, um, and you were just getting V Wine Lounge underway. And now it's a little over a year later, and my understanding is you are now the sole owner of that fine establishment. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I originally came to Palm Springs with a business partner with the concept from West Hollywood since the pandemic. Things changed. Everybody has a story. And my story is I'm solo writing solo. <laughs> well, now you don't have to compromise. Whatever it is you want to do, you just get to do. I'm actually, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. And we have some exciting things coming to the lounge. So, you know, I'd like to share a few things with you that, you know, yeah. are happening right now. Tell us. Tell you have some bubbly news, don't you? Yeah, so I was there the other night and I saw him. Now, who is him that I was seeing at V Wine Lounge getting ready for a big yes. weekend event? 
Yes. Ross Matthews uh, was there. We were doing a tasting for some food items for the brunch um, and how that all came about. Uh, Ross regularly came to the lounge and I, I think in the back of his mind, he was looking for a new home to host his bubbly brunch, his drag brunch. And always thought it was a good fit, but was the pandemic was happening. So um, it was kind of put on the back burner. And then when they started lifting things, it came to the forefront and we started just putting ideals out there. And next thing you know, we're hosting a brunch and it's going to be every Sunday uh, starting Memorial Day weekend. So, oh, I'm excited. This one sold out in like before you even knew tickets were on sale. Is that what you said? No, I, I saw it. Uh, Ross did a uh, Instagram post about it and he tagged B Wine Lounge. So I went to the post and I saw that tickets had gone on sale. So scrambling like to like tell some friends, hey, you got to get some tickets. Uh, but it'll be easier to get tickets in the future. And I, I think from the number one question I get is how do you get tickets? And if you go to the Eventbrite page where the tickets are being sold and you like the page or like the uh, event, and then you get all future notices for uh, the bubbly brunch. And of course, gaydesertguide.com events page, it's always going to be on there, uh, featured yes. every week. So yes, you can uh, also find it there. James, um, you know, V Wine Lounge, uh, I think the, a little bit of a misnomer because not only is it a great place to have a glass of wine and bubbly, but you've got a full bar there as well. Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't know that. I mean, our wine selection is great. We carry a lot of wines from smaller wineries and um uh, like small productions and uh, international wines. Um, but we also have some cool throwback cocktails. Um, and I think a lot of people see the, the wine in the name and don't realize that we're, we have a full bar. What's, what, is, uh, what is a throwback cocktail? Pour me that throwback right now. What is it? Throw it out. Well, like something like we have something called the bee's knees or like the, you know, it's just, like it, like the Manhattans, uh, uh, Manhattan, or, or um, what was another one? Uh, or fashion. Were armed in the making of that cocktail? What, what, was it <laughs> bees? Yes. Uh, no, no bees, but uh, we do use their honey. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's like a honey syrup, um, like bourbon and lemon. And it's good. Good drink. And then... Uh, uh we also can just do whatever you want you want a scotch and soda we we got you covered kingston trio song scotch and soda mud in your eye yeah that's right (laughs) we were talking about day drinking for this episode as it was now you really got us (laughs) jonesing for a a bee's knee or something wow what time do you open james we might have to come over and do some day drinking uh, well, our hours are Monday through Thursday is 3 to 10 p.m. And okay. then on Fridays and Saturdays, we open from 1 to uh, 11 p.m. And then on Sundays, because now we started the brunch, the brunch start uh, starts at 11.30. Well, everyone needs to get in by 11.30, and that's to like 2 o'clock. Um, and then we open for evening crowds starting at 4 to 9. So 
Right. Yeah, we were talking to we were talking to Jimmy Bogle, uh, and we've all had to you know make these changes because of the pandemic last year. And, and V Wine Lounge was, you know, creating tastings, you know, and to go things. What 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 did you learn as a businessman now on your own? What did you take from the the pandemic? The number one thing I took away was the support. And that this town, Palm Springs, and how people would rally together. They didn't want to see us fail. That's the heart of this town. I mean, there's a bunch of people who actually learned how to pronounce charcuterie because of you. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. one. <laughs> yes. And, um, and I think, you know, it taught me a lot about the business itself. You know, uh, what people wanted, what people didn't want. And there was a need for to be entertained. And so I think when we came off the pandemic, I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to like start having more live uh, in music and um, maybe we'll host uh, a night, uh, a bingo or a karaoke. But I, I know that people are craving entertainment. And now we have the bubbly brunch on Sundays. We can't, wait. we can't wait to do it. We'll get a table when when there are tables to be had. We'll get a table and come absolutely drink and laugh and play with you. We would love absolutely. to bubbly brunch. I can't wait. James, thanks for being with us on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Today. Oh, I feel very honored. Thank you. And now we welcome once again to our flaming microphones of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, our dear, dear friend, uh, personality, uh, who you know from cruises and, and TV and podcasts and radio. He is Alexander Rodriguez of On The Rocks Radio. And Good morning, everybody. How are you, my darling? You know, I woke up at the Cigarro, so any day you wake up at the Cigarro is a good day. <laughs> I it love is, that right? Isn't it the Saguaro? No, oh. it depends on what, what day it is and who you're asking. I'm Latino. I can pronounce it however I want. <laughs> I love that you still have the boozy ability to rebound and look fabulous early in the morning. We're all <laughs> and jealous. And we would like to know what's going on with you, Alexander. Nothing. You know, I had a successful run uh, with an evening on the lanai celebrating the Golden Girls. That's why I brought my little fan for today's uh, son. Oh, my God. <laughs> How fun was that? It was just a lot of fun. We got to talk with Stan Zimmerman, season one writer of the Golden Girls. I know you talked to him. And just a fun evening yeah. with some really fun behind the scenes stories that we've never heard before from one of our favorite shows. So we had such a great time with him. And there's another show scheduled. So if you missed it, we can catch you again. Tell us all about it. June 24th, we're doing it all over again. Uh, second showing, it's going to be, uh, now that we've got our, our teeth into it, it's going to be bigger and badder. <laughs> I love watching you on On the Rocks. I, you have great guests. You've got great rhythm going there. I really, it's just so much energy and so much inside Hollywood scoop. I really love the show. Thank you, Shan. Well, you know, I love your show. And the key, people say, you know, what's the key to being a good host? And I always say, leave it up to vodka. <laughs> so we went out the night before uh, the uh, the show, uh, you and I and Stan, and we 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 uh, we had a good time. We stopped at Hunter's. We were at Johanna's for dinner, and and then I left you, and I think you ended up uh, someplace in Cathedral City. But did I, you go to the barracks? 
Mum's the worst. <laughs> that means yes. <laughs> I love uh, Palm Springs. I mean, there's there's something for everybody. I'm glad you get out here, and it's so good to be collaborating with you. And and it's it's really it's fun. And this the 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 idea of having Stan Zimmerman and season one. I know you've got some other ideas of some events for us to do together, and I'm looking forward to some future collaborations. But this has been just a, a home run for us. Oscars was great hosts for us. And we can't, we can't wait to do it again next month. Yes, for sure. You know, I want to say a quick thank you also to uh, Trevor Wayne Pop Art. How do you like those? Weren't those prizes great? You know, you when people say giveaways, you're like, oh, great. You know, a bag of crap I don't really want. I cannot believe uh, Trevor donated these pieces. Great pieces and a great collection for anybody that collects Golden Girls. It's the perfect, um, it's the perfect addition to any collection. So no, thank you so much, Trevor. <laughs> He's got a great shop downtown. Great job. Pop art. Trevor Wayne, pop art. Yeah, so if, if anybody <laughs> wants to be dressed in Golden Girls finery, they can uh, stop by there in advance and, you know, get a T-shirt. For the next show, for sure. I have like five of them. I even have the Halloween Golden Ghouls. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a little creepy. So which, uh, golden, which golden girl are you, Alexander? Definitely Dorothy. Dorothy, tell, tell the Are we all home. Dorothys? Are we four freaking Dorothys? I'm a Dorothy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Wait a minute. Too tall, never has a date. Oh, John, <laughs> I've seen your dates. <laughs> yeah, the golden ghouls. Except the funny thing is, is Dorothy is the one that actually got married at the end of the show. So, right, you know, slow and steady wins the Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> yes. You know, you could do worse. Funny man. No doubt. Uh, Alexander, thanks for being on this morning. Thanks for coming on. And again, we look forward to June 24th. Tickets available now at gaydeserguide.com for an evening on the Lanai uh, celebrating the Golden Girls. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. I love visiting with you. We love it, too. Thanks, honey. <laughs> well, it is Memorial Day weekend around Greater Palm Springs. Another fine, long weekend where we all get to uh, have an extra day of fun and relaxation and lots of stuff going on around Greater Palm Springs. Uh, the Naga Cup, as Jimmy mentioned, the, the Gay Softball League is in town. And uh, again, if you see the blue wristbands, they'll be around town all weekend. They've got a home run derby on Friday evening at uh, Big League Dreams. The tournament kickoff party is happening at Hunter's. And official host bars also include Toolshed Eagle, Street Bar, and Black Book. And the closing ceremonies on Sunday, May 30th, and so we're happy to have the Naga Cup in town and happy to be a proud sponsor of the event this weekend. The annual Memorial Day celebration and flower drop at the Palm Springs Air Museum is just a spectacular sight to behold. It happens from 10 till five on Saturday and Sunday this weekend with uh, saluting and honoring those who made the ultimate sacrifice. And that's why we celebrate Memorial Day. There's a 1 p.m. ceremony followed by that missing man formation and the dropping of the red and white carnations from a vintage warbird. So that's if you're around the, the uh, Palm Springs International Airport uh, and the Palm Springs Air Museum, you will see that in the sky. 
Well, the Soul Beach Club at the Sonoran is happening on Saturday night. It's an, an evening of art, fashion, music, and margaritas. Never a bad combination. Fashion celebrity designers are going to be there. Latest men's swimwear fashions. And one-of-a-kind fashion masterpieces also. Again, that's the uh, Sonoran, which is adjacent to Asia SF. It's the old the, the place that has the pool and the, uh, the, the great lawn area, great place to have a wedding or an event as well. Jimmy was talking about uh, some happenings up at Pappy and Harriet's. Joshua Tree Music Festival Spring Concerts are also happening. Uh, and that is this weekend. We've got all the details on the events page of GayDesertGuide.com. The Cultural Center has the, having Cinema Under the Stars. Um, also, our friends at... Um, the Mary Pickford Theater, back indoors, so you can see movies this weekend if it's a little hot for you. Desert Theatricals live cabaret series, Doris and Me, in Palm, uh, in, I'm sorry, in Rancho Mirage. Uh, that's the Saturday performance. Um, you can purchase tables for four. It includes a meal and a glass of wine per attendee and complimentary ballet parking. Right now it's on wait list only, but they will be announcing more dates and more events at Desert Theatricals Live Cabaret Series. Well, we've been uh, you know, looking forward to many events coming back. Jimmy talked about what's going on at the show at Agua Caliente. Um, also, BNP Paribas Open is returning in October. They don't have an exact date yet, but they are moving their other uh, tennis dates around and uh, so as soon as they have an exact date we'll have it on our events calendar at gay desert guide um, room selling fast for the dinah club skirts dinah shore weekend we do have the dates for that september 29 to october 3rd and that will be at the palm springs hilton hotel well, Monday night, John and you and I had a chance to check out Ethelina Can and the Atomic Bingo Mondays at Ethel's Place, which is inside Wilma and Frida. Um, fun bingo night, and so I hope uh, you will check that out in the future. Doors open at 5.30, bingo at 6.30, uh, lots of food and cocktails, and that was just a fun event. I had a good time. Yeah, she's a, she's a hoot. And, and cool prizes, very retro, very atomic. She right? Very, yeah. very it's atomic. Week before, and she's hot. It's a good time. There were a couple celebrity sightings and everything. Yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, coming up in June, there's some events as June celebrates Pride Month. And we are going to, again, next uh, week on the podcast, we will be starting off Pride Month with um, a complete preview of what's happening with Palm Springs Pride this year. So we hope you'll join us on the podcast next week. Welcome to our new partners this week, TRIPS, which is T-R-Y-P-P-S for Palm Springs, full service travel, tourism and hospitality company. Michael Tellez possesses 25 plus years of customer service, hospitality, and uh, he's bringing his knowledge to all this industries together. And he has some great to ways to get around Greater Palm Springs and to also help you plan tours in Palm Springs. Well, this week, uh, Jeff Norman and I happened to be down at Tommy Bahama Marlin Bar. They're a new partner of ours, a tropical oasis right in the middle of Palm Springs. Brian Wilson is the manager there, not the Brian Wilson you might remember from the Beach Boys, a much younger and handsomer version of, uh, of, uh, of Brian Wilson. Um, so Tommy Bahama is a new partner in downtown Palm Springs. They've got the retail side and then they've got the food and drink side. And that is such 
such a spectacular location right in downtown Palm Springs. And they've got misters and all that fun stuff. Yeah, you can buy a new shirt and spill a drink all over it. There you go. Perfect. And then buy another new shirt. <laughs> and repeat, rinse and repeat. Exactly. Uh, finally, Lighthouse Dispensary in Palm Springs back as a partner uh, with uh, Gay Desert Guide. We like to thank them. Um, they've made some great improvements there, and they're going to be doing live music this summer outdoors. Some great plans to open kind of an outdoor uh, an area where you can you know, like come outside and you know eat your gummies or take a toke and then continue on your way because it'll be a legal outdoor venue for uh, the Lighthouse Palm Springs. So that's it in terms of what's happening in Greater Palm Springs. But last but not least, our hot deal for the week where Gay Desert Guide has uh, great gift cards and gift certificates for you to purchase at discounts. You can try some of our new establishments around town. Thai Smile is a $25 gift card for just $17.50. That's 30% off. Get your hot deals at Gay Desert Guide. And that's it for the 99th edition of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. Shan and John, I can't believe we've been through 99 of these together and we haven't killed each other yet. Well, a miracle. We have, we have number 100 next week. I'll bring weapons. <laughs> Love you guys. Have a great holiday weekend. Yeah, you got a pool party to go to? I think we all do, right? Yes, I do. I do I have do. a pool party I or do. two or three. I have to pick between pool parties this weekend, actually. You do, so. yeah. And I actually have um, I have somebody surfing my couch for the weekend. So, yes. up, And usually that person gets a hotel room. And so things are booked up, Yeah, including oh, my couch. No. It's very encouraging. We can't wait to see everybody get here and, and get to do what we do every week, which is love Gay Palm Springs. Thanks, guys. For info on this week's topics, go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Furr. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.